Let's get some insights in the news shaping the markets. And for that, we welcome in Kevin Gordon, Senior Investment Resource Manager at Charles Schwab. Good morning to you, sir. You're not next to me this morning, so tell me. Uh, you know, we're starting off a busy week. It'll be a shortened trading week, but I have a feeling it's going to be a busy one. What are your thoughts? It's a busy one. A lot of data coming out, and I think um, you were mentioning in that data pack earlier, uh, new home sales in particular. You know, we've been keeping an eye on just the housing market in general because it's still one of these areas that is firmly in recessionary territory, but is sort of siloed for the moment. Um, and you know, the question now is with the deterioration in things like home builder sentiment, now home sales starting to feed into home prices. Does that uh, you know sort of filter into the rest of the economy? And now you know, really the key is looking at the health of the labor market. So that's definitely a focus for me for the week. But everything else you mentioned from durable goods orders to claims, the pickup that you're starting to see a little bit in continuing jobless claims, that's been a little more worrisome um, in my head just because, you know, that signals that hiring and firing are up, uh, not just the layoff part because, you know, people can get a job relatively quickly, but now it's people having to go on longer term unemployment insurance. Too soon to call it definitive trend upward, but I think it's, you know, more important now because of companies starting to do layoffs you were just talking about Disney, um, I think right now companies are still very much in that mode of maybe doing it as a profit protection uh, mechanism and laying people off and keeping costs contained that way. Uh, now the question going into the, the next year really is how much does that become more of an economic story and layoffs become more widespread from here. Right, absolutely. And so um, we'll get that housing news. We'll get durable goods. We're continuing to get um, earnings, right? We're seeing a lot of the retailers as um, sentiment will be something we're watching ahead of the holiday shopping season. How do you think folks are feeling overall? Because they're obviously wealth being lost in the stock market, in their homes, which you were just talking about, and facing still very high inflation. How important is that for the success and the end of the Fed? you know, tightening, raising. Yeah, if we're talking about consumer expectations or con consumer confidence um, in an economic sense, it's still pretty bad. I mean, it's it's weak across the board. Um, if you're looking at something that, you know, the University of Michigan puts out embedded in their survey are, um, which we talk about all the time, but conditions around buying a home or large household durables or autos, those are still pretty much at their lowest since the early 80s. And that's contributing to, you know, in the face of higher inflation, that's contributing to much weaker sentiment around holiday spending. You're already starting to see that show up in expectations for spending and then also some cuts that we've seen in the retail space for jobs. The, the one thing that I think has been a little bit more interesting um, and actually was made apparent more in the retail sales report that we got last week is that now with inflation starting to roll over a bit, but nominal spending still fairly strong relative to history, um, certainly relative to the pre-pandemic average, now real spending is actually ticking up a little bit. So if you look at real retail sales, inflation-adjusted sales, they've actually started to creep a little bit higher. So to me, and if I'm putting my, you know, glasses on to look from the Fed's perspective, um, I think that's a little bit more worrisome because it signals that in the face of still a pretty strong and tight labor market, as the Fed would think about it that way, that now with real retail sales starting to edge up a little bit, I think that puts a little bit of a, you know, puts the Fed in a little bit more of a conundrum because, you know, they've already increased rates that we know by a pretty significant degree. So just kind of keeps it a little bit more interesting, I think, as we head into the end of the year. Right, right. And I also, I know you work very closely, you and Liz and Saunders do so much research together. And two things that she was noting were um, the disparity between gasoline and diesel. Another was the leading economic indicators and weakness there. Uh, what are our takeaways from this? What are we supposed to surmise here? 
Yeah, well, the spread between, so diesel being the one that's soaring, actually, and then average, you know, regular gasoline that we all put in our cars. Well, you know, not me, because I don't drive in New York City, but um, maybe, maybe you, Nicole. But, um, you know, the, the spread between that, really, because diesel is sort of that benchmark for transportation and everything, um, you know, trucking-related that's transported around the country. So, you know, historically, when you get that wide of a spread, it tends to coincide with recessionary behavior and activity, kind of feeds into the, the notion of demand destruction. And then when that eventually turns, that's when you're in a weaker economic scenario. Um, so that's really the, the exclamation point associated with that visual. I think from the consumer's perspective, though, it's, it's good that you know, commodity prices have definitely softened and then gasoline prices in particular have rolled over. I think as of yesterday, um, I was looking at the data this morning, if you're just looking at that regular unleaded average, um, it's, it's fallen to its lowest in, I think, about a year. So you're, you're starting to see pressure come off from there. Uh, but on the sort of wholesale transportation side, diesel prices are not offering any comfort yet. Yeah, yeah, and the leading economic indicators showed weakness. And I think an ongoing topic for you and I in the next few weeks will be China because you had a death in China. And, you know, just when we were saying they were lightening up on the strict COVID policies, those are back. Um, and we're seeing Chinese stocks and how that may trickle out. All right, Kevin Gordon, nice to see you. Thank you very Thanks, much always. I'm Charles Schwab. Thank you, Kevin Gordon.